0: listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is socially distanced I am Paxton Wright. With me is Justin Kiever and also my old microphone set. I sound I sound normal and not like a child on Xbox Live, and I was about to get more into that joke, and I realized I made that same joke like three or four weeks ago. So I'm oh. just gonna I'm gonna just say you know that's it. I sound it, good well, is the point. I don't sound like a I don't sound like a 2002 Flash cartoon on Newgrounds. There we go. Huh. You know, speaking of okay, so
1: wasn't on Newgrounds, but uh, one of the podcasts I listen to, like they. It's like a a channel with a bunch of podcasts. They recently started doing a a Homestuck kind of like uh, uh, read through and like, you know, kind of critical analysis or like critical conversation of. So I had the terrible thought today of, hmm, maybe I should try reading Homestuck. And I got about 20 panels in. I was like, nah. Yeah, Justin, don't do that. I'm not I'm not doing this. Good. This is not me. Like, I'm not gonna come back next
0: week and go, guess what I did? Guess what <laughs> we're feasting on? Like, no, I'm not doing that. I like, guess I, the, I guess the show's done in that case I will not I w I won't I won't put up with it. Not on not on not on my ship. No, I'll come back and talk about Akewood instead. <laughs> come back and talk about uh Jeff the Killer. Now that <laughs> <laughs> that'll get everyone real riled up. On- <laughs> uh, um oh. Anyway, what my, are we talking about today? My immortal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got a. I got a list of them. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, in a weird way, it is 2000s throwback day today. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah. Socially distanced. Kinda. We should also preface. Um, I. I promise. I promise we won't do this again for a while. We're doing another just half hour feast because again. We put this off to the last minute. It was fully my fault this time. We were going to record this morning, and then I forgot we were going to record, and then I left the house, and so now we had to push back till after I got off work. It's late at night. The night before this is airing, we're tired. We don't really want to do this, Uh, but we do it for you, the fans, because we love you dearly. Uh, But yeah, half hour. We're phoning it in. Next week, we won't phone it in, and from the next few weeks on, we won't phone it in until we decide to phone it in again. But one more half hour. Here we go. No news. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah,
1: no. no. No news. No, no entertainment news. To be honest, I can't even think of any entertainment news. So
0: there's probably been some. I don't know.
1: But yeah, I'm sure I'm sure there's something.
0: But there's always something. Uh, it's something yeah. about um what what's the, Spider-Man? I don't know. <laughs> oh right. Yeah, there was that Spider-Man trailer. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a thing. I offered yeah. Molina's back and it's it's the cultural renaissance of alfred molina which uh it is i don't know i hope i want it to be i want i want alfred molina i want i want that movie to end with alfred molina uh uh like the the tentacles get ripped off of him he's now free from his chains and uh uh samuel jackson walks up to him and he just goes you know, I'm I'm expanding my team, and uh, how would you feel about joining us, Alfred Molina? And then it's now canon <laughs> that Alfred Molina is himself in the MCU, and his that power more- his power is acting his butt off to the point where the the villains are star starstruck and in awe at the sheer raw charisma of Alfred Molina.
1: Yeah, I would take that. That would be more interesting than what's actually going to happen with, which, okay. So anyway, I promise we have a feast today, but also isn't it kind of messed up that they brought back Alfred Molina when like, you think about Spider-Man 2. Like his character has a full arc in Spider-Man 2. He goes from being scientist to villain to back to scientist and you know he tries to redeem himself basically doesn't he like sacrifice himself at the end like it's,
0: i think a consistent through line with like actually it's weirdly i've never thought about that but the entire original spider-man trilogy is villains who are like good noble people who become corrupted and then at the end learn the error of their ways but ultimately end up dying that's like yeah. all three of them yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, so like bringing them back as this kind of like, Hey, I remember this. Remember when Marvel movies were actually kind of exciting. Um, like, like bringing back, it's like this weird undoing of that character's arc. Like it isn't in a real way, kind of immensely disrespectful of that Sam Raimi film because it's just, yeah, you know, like it's wild that we're basically just mining movies that came out like 15 years ago or something like that. Like maybe 16 or 17 at this point. Um but like it's just mining them as these kind of like, you know, empty, like for empty cultural signifiers, like, Hey, look, it's Alfred Molina. Remember, remember Sam Raimi. Do you go on R Raimi memes? That's just, it's only Spider-Man though. And like nothing about evil dead. Cause no
0: one on Reddit has culture. Um, anyway, there has gotta be a few drag me to hell's mixed in there. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, we also don't go very much. So I, anyway, um, one more thing before we get to the feast, then we should <laughs> delve into this. Um, yeah. I I like Drag Me to Hell. I think the ending is bad. I oh, think I, I like I like the ending of Drag Me to Hell. I don't think she it's deserves. So that. Mean. It's, it's, yeah, mean. it's so mean. It's, it's so too mean. It's so mean. It's so mean. It's not fun. I wanted. She'd been through too much. I wanted her to get away. I wanted her and Justin Long to run and- off together. And then she doesn't get away on like a technicality on like a dumb mistake
1: or something. Like it's so, oh, it's so good. It's It's, so, it's so mean. It's such a cruel
0: ending. If if I, it's fantastic. If I weren't rooting so hard for her in the movie, if she, if I thought, if I had even just like a bit of a, yeah, I'd like her to live, but also mm, no, she's, she's made a lot of calculated cruelties in her life. Like I, I feel like she's just through and through A pretty solid person in that movie, and it's like, I come on, give her give her a win or like or like cripple her character a little bit in terms of personality, like (laughs) like make me make me kind of want to see her get dragged to hell or like not be upset that I saw her get dragged to hell. That's my controversial take of the night. We have twenty minutes to talk about Psychonauts two. Justin, how's Psychonauts two? Yeah, it's all right oh um, <laughs> that's, a dis- that's a disappointing answer okay
1: no it's um uh yeah it's 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 all right i don't know like okay so i'm playing psychonauts 2 for people who are maybe interested i am i just kind of like hit the point where it tell it gives you the little like video game pop-up that basically says hey if you do this mission maybe you won't be able to do all of the other stuff you want to do in the kind of like the hub world. Um, so basically I'm like at the end of act two, or at least what I understand to be the end of act two, I feel like I've been in a kind of like act two state for a while. So I haven't finished it, but you know, that's uh, so yeah. May, may, I don't know. Um, Maybe if I, my like relative lack of enthusiasm seems uh, yeah. May,
0: maybe something happens
1: in the that ending. That's all I mean to say so
0: I, I mean to be um, fair mm, the psychonauts one um also kind of fizzles out near the end psychonauts yeah. one the psychonauts one peaks in act two
1: yeah um yeah no it really does so yeah so this is so yeah psychonauts 2 the sequel to the uh, 2005's psychonauts uh you know another uh, double fine joint um i think it was their first joint wasn't that double fine yeah, double Fine's first game Oh, yeah, you might be right. I, I sort of, um, I always, because like Double Fine just is Tim Schafer to me, like I always sort of like the, the actual kind of beginning of like Double Fine as a as a distinct development studio and uh, just kind of gets muddy
0: for me it, because I just it go still like it's a gets, Tim Schafer game. It still gets lumped in, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, like with Monkey Island and Grim Fandango and everything, but it, it is distinctly its own thing, Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, um, so yeah, it is part of like, you know, like Psychonauts, kind of this uh, important entry into the sort of the uh, the oeuvre of Tim Schaefer particularly. And yeah, um, then they released a VR game, I think a few years ago, that this game also kind of addresses the events of. That I don't really know. I didn't play the VR game. Also, I never actually finished uh, Psychonauts, the original. Like really? I got, I got very far into it, liked it. Uh, had to st- stopped playing it. I think I, I don't. Some maybe there was like a move involved, like where I suddenly didn't have like my Xbox anymore. I never liked playing with the PC controls. So, despite owning the original game on PC for a very long time, I never really played much of it on that and then yeah just kind of never finished it and then decided i'm not going to and jumped into psychonauts too. it gave me a kind of a catch-up and yeah i mean so psychonauts is uh you know we should say um a game about a game where you play as a young psychic boy who escaped from his uh kind of a like acrobat family kind of like traveling circus acrobat act family to go run away to a camp for psychonauts and psychonauts are basically like psychic spies would be the best way i would put it but like psychic spies is like filtered through you know the like a 90s kids cartoon idea of what a psychic spy is and um yeah and uh the gameplay in psychonauts one involves basically wandering around this camp which is a hub world and you know going into story missions which are basically missions inside people's minds you enter people's minds and like the minds become the kind these kind of like uh game spaces that you navigate and the minds uh, like
0: reflect mm-hmm. the the minds like reflect at like at least the surface level of who these characters are like in yeah. some way like there's <laughs> and there's a character who's very like bubbly and animated she's like she's like kind of uh, just like very free-spirited and her like inside of her mind is like this very like outrageous silly party world basically mm-hmm. um and then all these characters all kind like another guy is like very like kind of anal retentive and like self-serious and like kind of an esthete and his world his world is like basically just a white cube in a void with like like weird yeah. lamps in it and so mm-hmm. everyone's character's kind of reflect like who everyone's worlds reflect who they are but they're also if you look within if you do some exploring around these worlds you can like sort of basically uh, uncover what's called baggage which are like literal literal suitcases and they're like collectibles yeah. and when you uncover them you like are given story through um, textless comics like hang no, on. no, no
1: the, You're, you're um, conflating some things here. There's the baggage, and then there's also like the the mental safes, and then you break the that safes what I'm open, and that's where you get the little uh, like the little kind of like plot information thing. Or like or not plot, like, like character information stuff that isn't and, like directly relevant to the plot.
0: And yeah, the, these comics basically are just like short stories that like that suggest like what these characters sort of deeply repressed. Uh, yeah. Discomforts are, and so yeah. like the lady who you go to her party world, like so, like that's probably the most notorious one from the first game. Is you find her story, and it's like she was a nun at an orphanage, and then like something ha- she like fell. I don't quite remember what happened, but basically the orphanage burned down under her watch, and you just see this all through little again hand drawn pictures. The orphanage burned down under her watch, and she was tormented by like the thoughts of all these children dying under her protection. And basically, like, she ended up just repressing that by just being very happy and animated and jovial and uh, in motion, like, all the time. And that's basically like what the comic shows. So you learn a lot about this character who, on the surface, is, like, a sort of 2D caricature, essentially. And that's kind of what all those uh, locked memories are about.
1: Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so... Yeah, exactly. So uh, and Psychonauts, yeah, like so it's also worth saying at the top, like Psychonauts is a platformer, Psychonauts 2 is a platformer. Like that's the sort of thing, like Psychonauts 2 is a game with a hub world where you do story missions in people's minds and also it's a platformer. Like it it is structurally a throwback, which I think is something I actually really like about it that, you know, I've kind of, just because I feel like I've been very stressed lately, I've sort of wanted like a, a simple character platformer and it's one of those and that's actually been very appealing uh it feels good to play you know like it feels a lot better to play than the first second odds did there's combat in it that's actually somewhat involved in like um yeah like less of an afterthought uh yeah i i don't know like i i find this is this feels weird to say because i think there are like there are other sort of like versions of this style that don't work for me. Like I look at like some of like the, like Ratchet and Clank stuff and kind of get really turned off by the sort of like cartoony, like kind of a joviality and like bounciness of it. But Psychonauts 2 also is a kind of like a jovial bouncy cartoony game and it's really working for me. Like that, just the, the vibe. And it's hard for me to pin down why, but there is just this sort of like bouncy joy to it that feels like more earnest than kind of like other versions of
0: that, like that, are, that have been recent. And I and I dig that about it. Um, I mean, I, I feel that too. I think part of why it works so well is it they use the art of um, Scott Campbell, who's actually one of my favorite artists. I actually have... Yeah, Justin, you can't see it, and listeners, obviously, you can't see it. But right uh, behind my computer, I have a signed picture from him, from when I met him at Comic Con when I was twelve. Really? Um, yes. Uh, I think I think his art is really something special because it is cute and cartoony, and actually fairly. Um, uh, uh, I don't want to use the word I'm looking for. Isn't simplistic, but it's um, like oh i it's not there's a word for this and i'm blanking on it and someone listening is going to be annoyed that i'm not saying it but like just basically like like not hyper detailed um but it has so much character and it has so much like obtuse quirkiness like there's no real symmetry um Mm -hmm. like like uh proportions are all out of whack on characters but it's such a distinctive style and it's like this weird kind of style which like really dances this fine line between like ugly and cute and that is where psycho and psychonauts meets there and thus it like it almost has like a this isn't quite the right comparison, but it almost looks a little bit like a Wallace and Gromit type cartoon in a way. I don't know in, if Wallace and a, Gromit is the best yeah. comparison.
1: In a certain way. Um, so there's, I want to kind of bring in like young, uh, but that's not quite right. So I'll bring in just the game that I'm thinking of because all I know is games apparently. Um, the, uh, so there's a game called a uh, little nightmares that has like, um, that basically like has a lot of like, uh, w- bodies whose proportions are off and it's, but it, like it plays it for like, you know, it's like meant to be, and you play as like a child in that and it's meant to be kind of like it's meant to be creepy in that game. And Psychonauts, it feels like you, if you took that kind of like, you know, like, like the weird proportions of Little Nightmares where like the arms are like a little too long and the face is a little too big and kind of like untextured, but also still just like a little like off. And yeah, like you said, asymmetrical. If you took that and you turned the cute dial up, you know, on it, like that's sort of what it feels like. And I think yeah. that's part of like why like, um, yeah, like there's just like this hint of the grotesque to everything, but it never actually is grotesque. It's just like, everyone looks a little weird, but also like the vibes are so good and everything's so inviting and like, it feels so like, and there's actual like heart to it because, you know, like the the writing is pretty good across the board. Um, Yeah. Like it's kind of, yeah, there, there's something, it's just like, it's just weird enough to be actually charming. And and I'll say, man, like the, the, one of the main things about this game is like it looks good. Like you From run what this I've art, seen, yeah. Like you run this art style through like you know a modern lighting engine, and just whew, like it's just it's beautiful. Like it, like I love looking at it. Um, and that's really been like one of the main kind of like appeals is just like exploring the like you finally like probably a little what feels like a little late into the game like the hub world like really opens up and it's just like just really nice just to be in that space no it's not the camp you go to like psychonauts headquarters there's a camp area which is kind of funny um that um it just like hey like th- there's still a camp here it's a different camp that's just happens to be like you know
0: right next to where psychonauts headquarters is but check out this camp remember psychonauts one do they like um, write it in a tongue-in-cheek way or do they try and like pass it off through like storytelling devices
1: i mean it's just like it feels relatively justifiable like it mm-hmm. almost is like you haven't actually gone that far from the psychonauts camp i don't think it's sort of like the same i think it's basically just like kind of the same basic area you know um like it, it makes sense. You know, it's like a, uh, you know, like a secretive kind of government organization deep in like a, uh, uh, like a national park, yep. basically, you know, it, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it's, um and then basically like the plot concerns the return of like an evil, uh, like an evil kind of a psychic named Maligula who you know, has basically a kind of past with the other founders of the Psychonauts. So like, this is a, this is a game that ends up spending
0: a lot of time kind of delving into the character of Ford
1: Cruller. That's, uh, who I, is was the,
0: ju- I was just about to ask is, is uh, Cruller a Cruller a big part of the story? Because I love Cruller. He
1: Yeah. So Ford Cruller is kind of like the, like the weird, like, like kind of like assistant character who is like very much off his rocker in Psychonauts one. And in Psychonauts two, he returns and he is basically the second act of the game, like is all about him and all about kind of like piecing together his mind and getting a sense of like what his backstory with this character Maligula is. And it's, uh, I think fairly effective, like, uh, like here's the thing so the weird the weird thing about psychonauts 2 is that um like when it really comes down to it it's a kid's game like it is a like this is a game for kids like i would say this is a game like if you are like you know eight to ten years old this is the thing you should be playing like it's uh uh and like one thing that sort of like alarmed me and i think uh when i was like reading some reviews was like and, ma- and again maybe there's like something like really maybe something really adult kind of happens in like the last like act of the game but like i was like kind of like you know reading all these reviews that talk about like the sort of like the like the the rich emotional complexity of like of the game and like you know like there's you know there's pathos and it works um like, like especially with like this ford Keller stuff in the second act but like there's a little too much, um, you know, a little too much kind of uh, preaching, like kind of like preaching us about mental health to um, for my taste.
0: I mean, and it's probably that was, preachiness that is more effective for uh, and more necessary for a certain demographic. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Right. I mean, this is a very cartoony game. It's a character platformer and it's fine that it has writing that is intended for kids in it. I'm not critical of that. I think it's a little alarming to me that like reviewers would kind of like not keep that audience in mind as they're praising this. Um, but, you know, uh, but whatever. I think the thing that's weird is that it's a, it's a sequel to a game that came out 16 years ago. And so it's that kind of thing. It's like, Hey, this is a game for kids. It catches you up enough on the plot where, you know, like a kid can probably follow it. Um, But also it's like, yeah, but this also, this is a game for people that played the original 16 years ago and it feels written a little under that. So it's this sort of like, but which is not necessarily its fault. This is just sort of like the cultural like milieu that we're in where like things keep on getting dredged back from the dead and like Psychonauts 2 is just one of those things. And it's like, it feels very torn in its identity. I think like in terms of its audience, where it's like, you know, yeah, this is a game for children. Also this is a game for like people who, you know, like me are near 30 who, you know, played the original back in the day. And that's a little weird. And yeah, and I think um, part of the, and, and I think one thing that does kind of a, so like like I've said, like this is a throwback game structurally, you know, it's a character platformer. It's a good one of those. I think that the other sort of um, weakness of it that I've kind of detected so far is like, for, you know, for me is... Uh, Okay. So I was like listening to, I was like watching a next lander video where they were kind of like, you know, talking about their impressions of second two, too. And like one thing that one of the guys said was like, Hey, yeah. Yeah. Because like, you know um, because all of the missions are like happening in people's minds, it like frees them. Right. Like they're not like beholden to um, they're not like beholden to like reality. They can get really wild with the levels and they get somewhat wild like in terms of their aesthetics and style but like there's still this kind of because that style is beholden to the mechanical kind of tropes if you like of a character platformer what you're doing in these levels is platforming and there's like not a a kind of like to me like it, it doesn't get as like wild and experimental with like the setup of that platforming as even like the original psychonauts did like there's like like just like things like having like a you know like a, a mission that's basically a tabletop war game which is something that happens in the original psychonauts the and like best very,
0: mission of the original psychonauts yeah like
1: that is the it is the best one and like i've not played anything in psychonauts 2 that reaches that like height
0: nothing like um, even like monkfishopolis or uh i, I don't or, think there's uh, anything the funny conspiracy
1: I don't think there's anything as yeah, no. Like that's the thing, is like there has not been to there's not been a Milkman conspiracy yet. There's not been a, yeah, like a um
0: even yeah, anything like this, like because I think about like even like the velvet mm-hmm. painting one, that one has one of the less interesting stories and is about one of the less interesting characters, but it is so aesthetically rich that it so completely compensates for it. That's the thing that I think
1: Psychonauts 2 is able to do really well. Is like it looks really good. Um and there's like some neat uh yeah, like it looks really nice. And like, I think those missions look really good, but there's nothing as, I mean, even like the monkfish kind of like the, yeah, like the, 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 the Godzilla riff basically, like, it's not that like, it's not doing that much um, mechanically. Like, it's not really like, you know, like throwing off any kind of like, you know, character platform or kind of, like, it's not deconstructing the character platform or doing anything really crazy with it, but it changes the scale in a way that like totally works right
0: that makes all your actions that you've taken for granted feel like completely on another level yeah,
1: yeah exactly and like and it plays that for comedy in really effective ways and there's just nothing in psychonauts 2 that's like hit any of like the highs of the original psychonauts for me in terms of like really creative kind of uh level design um and, and, or like mechanic, I don't know, like just design of like what you're doing in these mental spaces. Like, it's just kind of like, yeah, you're doing pretty good platforming and there's occasionally some like really excellent sort of like little, um, uh, there are some really, really excellent, excellent, like visual flourishes, uh, some like nice little, um, like there's one I almost don't want to give there. There's one I actually just don't want to give away where like you, you enter, um, uh like there's really excellent stuff around like ford cruller's brain and like how like you enter one kind of space and it becomes another kind of space it's like a lot of like really nice visual touches that i think are worth experiencing and honestly some like actually quietly quite poignant images like sort of um there's this kind of like recurring there's a recurring image of ford cruller in front of a mirror that you keep coming back to that i actually that That the game is very that very smartly it doesn't really play for laughs like it's kind of ridiculous but like it's kind but it's very quietly sad and i think like there's a lot of like so yeah there's a lot of kind of like you know smart little you know moments where they know to they know when to pull back you know like tim schafer knows how to tell a story and there's some nice visual touches but there's nothing just as like wild to me as like some of like the, the late act two psychonauts like yeah. og like og psychonauts stuff yeah
0: i mean the the asylum sequence the act two of of psychonauts one is like i mean truly some of the greatest level design of the 2000s arguably of all time i mean yeah. the milkman conspiracy lungfish and uh uh Waterloo World really are like some of my three favorite levels I've played in any games ever. I yeah. mean, I I adore those levels. Um yeah, it's still interesting though because like I feel like uh, uh y- many of your um uh, I don't even want to say grievances, but like many of your like reservations about this game, they feel like problems that the it feels like a lot of those grievances are like little problems that the original game had that you would have expected by now to be mended other than like, you know, maybe the less um, the less, I mean, just for lack of a better word, like creative level design, basically other than Mm -hmm. that, like, it sounds like a lot of your sort of uh, issues here, which sound, which are very understandable are like issues that the original game always had too. the original game was also geared towards kids and always felt a little uncertain of its audience. I thought Um, Mm -hmm. the original game kind of goes out on a whimper a little bit, uh, it, it like it ain't perfect as much as people, especially at that time, really argued that it was. I remember people saying, like. Psychonauts is the greatest game ever made when Psychonauts came out. Yeah, which which it was even at the time. It's not, but yeah. I mean, like, it, but it's very good. It's a very, you know, very, very, very good game. Yeah, it's not my favorite Tim Schafer game though, and I've probably talked way too much about Grim Fandango on the show at this point for <laughs> any of our listeners to wonder what it could possibly be. But it's uh, it's Br- brutal legend. Weirdly enough, <laughs> Day of the Tentacle. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I I still very eager to get my hands on because i still i still love psychonauts and it still sounds like despite its flaws and maybe the fact that in some ways it's even a little bit of a downgrade from the original it's still it's still something i i just need to experience and it's Uh, yeah yeah, go ahead yeah yeah, yeah, no like oh no i lost justin justin is gone (laughs) justin froze okay well i guess i'll end the show there that seems like as good a time as any. Uh, this is socially distanced. Yeah, I think, yeah. You're I, listening like to KUCI 88.9 f Oh, wait, Justin's back. I, I'm, I'm back. Okay. Were you about to cancel the show? Was I was just how- about to end the show real quick. My <laughs> internet connection is unstable. I'm just going to end the recording. Justin, I want to hear more about it, but my internet might die any minute. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is socially distanced. Good night, everybody. Oh, listen to the knobs. We have a new sign off. It's called listen to the knobs. Okay. Listen to the knobs. Bye.